0: What's going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. Oh, 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 thank you guys very much for listening, tweeting, messaging, commenting, all that sort of thing. Now, okay, look, let's just get into this right quick, okay? Let's just get into this real quick. I just got back from Just for Laughs, okay? And with that, I left last Thursday, the day that the last podcast would have come out and I got back uh, Monday night. Now, because I was going to Just for last and I was doing this uh, TV taping, I wasn't really... I, I forgot uh, about... I didn't forget about the podcast, but I forgot about uh, setting up with the studio a time for me to come in this week with a guest, so the whole thing was look i it's just gonna be me today okay i don't do you like it i don't know do i not really you know i'd love to have a guest here to go off with and about but i can't just not put a podcast out i mean i could legitimately i could nobody's forcing me to do these i could just not put it out this week and go hey guys what are you getting up at five you're getting up at five, huh? You're getting up. You're you're brushing the, the sleep out of your eyes. You got a toothbrush in your hand. You're, you're jamming it against your, your gums. Well, you got nothing to listen to while you're doing that, you know? So I figured, well, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. I kicked Liz out of the house. Liz got mad, told me to suck a dick. She talks to me like that sometimes. So anyways, here I am doing this podcast. So I got back from Just for Laughs, uh, as I said, Monday night. Now to just give, because I know there's many people that don't, really know what just for laughs is other than it being a comedy festival just for laughs legitimately is the biggest comedy festival in the world there's no that is it that is the one there is no oh maybe they're just saying that to promotion you know how i don't know like applebee's might say it's a good restaurant no this is not this is the biggest comedy festival in the world and at this comedy festival there's many tv tapings there's many like they had a whole roast battle thing that they ended up airing the last one was live on Comedy Central. There's just tons of, you know, you're in the elevator and you're like, oh, that's, you know, Blake Griffin was there this year, hosting a few shows. Um, anyways, the thing that I was doing this year, I've I've been before, but this time I was doing a uh gala taping. One of the, the they call it a gala because it's it's, it's a gala. It's in the, the this theater that's three thousand seats and they usually get celebrity hosts, um, this year they had, Nathan Lane did one, Jeff Goldblum, Russell Peters did one, Howie Mandel did one, and the one I was doing was Carrie Fisher, uh, that's the one I was on, so the the way they do these sort of galas, they, uh, unless it's like a stand-up person which which a lot of times it's not like i said it's it's celebrity they uh write things for them they write jokes for them and then these people come out they perform the jokes there's songs sometimes there's there's video things and then they bring out you know a bunch of different comedians there's just like eight comedians or something on the show we each do about eight to ten minutes for tv and then we we leave the stage so Uh, this year, yeah, I've done other TV tapings up there before, they're shorter ones, Uh, not shorter ones, sorry, smaller ones, um, like, the other ones I did were in, like, a 600-seat room, which is still, it's great, like, those ones are amazing, this one, though, is 3,000 seats, okay, and I grew up, I posted this on Facebook, some people might have saw the the picture of the theater, it's gorgeous, it's this huge, three-tier balcony, just insanely big place, and I grew up watching stand-up pretty much as much as i could when i was a kid like from 10 on and me and my brother would get up on the weekend and saturdays they would always have on the comedy network which is canada's pretty much comedy central uh i mean it's almost it might as well just be comedy central most of it's just american content but either way comedy network would have some canadian shows on it there used to be the show called comedy at club 54 which was shot in burlington ontario me and my brother would watch this and then after that or before it, i can't remember was just for laughs and just for laughs they would do a half hour show and they would just splice in comedians from the fest pretty much 100 percent of the time at that time was from these galas so i used to see these comedians come out on these giant stages and me and my brother legitimately would sit there because i always knew that i wanted to do stand-up but just uh it just was since i was about 10 and me and my brother used to sit there, and like at 10, 11, 12 even, I would watch some of these comedians, and I'm like, oh, that's good. Or I'd be like, I could do I could do that, or I could do... And I'm 10, 11, I, I, yeah, I got nothing. I got no jokes, there's nothing I can say, but I just knew that eventually I could do this thing. So, to be asked to do one of the galas this year, and to actually get there, see the theater, perform on the stage, I mean, it was like... Uh, it was, it was really crazy, I, I, I was kind of shaken the whole time, and not because I was nervous, more just because I was, you know, I was excited about it, and they do this, look, because it's me, here by myself, let me just tell you, uh, some, so, before the galas, they did this video montage for the audience, of, basically just past comedians, they would have clips from, you know, Tim Allen, Chris Rock, Louis C.K., just, so, whoever's been there over, not everybody that's been there over the years, but huge names, who have been there over the years starting from 1980 i forget what year they started it. 1981 i believe <clears throat> anyways they play this thing they show the montage and a lot of these things i'm like oh yeah i saw that when i was a kid i saw this when I was a kid and then at the very end they did the song by uh don rickles don rickles two years ago when he was there he closed out his show by singing a song about how much he appreciates the audience and i was there and it was when i was sitting there i like teared up because i was like yo man this man means this like the look on his face the way he belted this song out i was like yo he truly truly means this and it was just such a sweet thing to see from you know this this comedian so anyways they end the montage with this don rickle song and while i'm standing there watching this montage and i'm thinking i gotta go out you know soon and they're getting us all ready and they're like okay so you're here and you're going on this time and you're on after this and blah blah blah." i teared up and i thanked the uh the the organizer booker um for for having me on the show and and you know she said thanks for doing it blah blah blah, and i had to walk away because it's just kind of you know it's just it's a it's just a crazy thing to be able to do myself like be there on one of those things that I've been watching for years and years and years so anyways it was a very cool thing and it went well I'm not entirely sure when they when they air it they told us not to do any kind of like topical things because they don't want it to be um they you know they don't want it they don't know when it's going to air so they they're not they don't want you to be like hey you remember that uh whatever whatever the case may be either way so to get to just to do a quick review of this whole thing real uh so didn't didn't meet carrie fisher until the very end now carrie fisher so we were coming from stage left she was on stage right introducing us so she came out her first her first uh 10 minutes was great people they just fucking great whatever jokes that she had they were amazing the people loved it she got a huge ovation coming out super cool Then she brought, you know, everybody out, uh, I think there was a song, she did a song at the end, I think they had a video thing in the middle, but, uh, she'd bring you out and you'd come out alone, because she, whatever, she, she was off stage. So, when she, at the very end, she brought her dog out, if you haven't seen Carrie Fisher's dog, Google him, his name's Gary Fisher, and he's a tiny little, well, he's a French bulldog, and his tongue is two sizes too big for his head, so it kind of hangs out of his face, He's super cute, and he's like a, a, a super well-trained dog, he follows her everywhere, he, he's great, uh, anyways, I was thinking at the end of the show, I was like, well, it'd be cool to meet Carrie Fisher, you know, it's just on the show with her, but we all came off stage, and the first thing she said when she came off, like right off stage, she's like, I want to go home, so I was like, well, I'm not going to try to, you know, really talk to her, she stuck around for a minute, uh, pet her dog, said hello, And then, you know, she went to her green room, and it was like, okay, well, I could just stand outside the green room like a crazy person and wait to talk to this lady. But it's like, no I was on the show. They're going to air it. It was great. Uh, You know, this this night was cool. I'm just going to leave. So, uh, ended up, you know. Just leaving. One other thing here about uh, just for last. First of all, it was an, it was super fun. Got to hang out with a bunch of people that I don't see very much anymore. Like when you first start doing comedy, you see all these people at the worst shows in life because that's all we're doing. We're walking around, we're sucking each other's bags at these just awful twisted shows where people are playing pool or darts or like they have no idea that there's a show. You know, I did a show once at Super Bowl Sunday. People watch the Super Bowl and then we just got on and started screaming at them. It's brutal, but. These guys now, since we've all been doing it for years, we kind of, you know, live in different cities and we're all kind of doing our own things and travel around and stuff. So when everybody's at the fest, it's just a great time. You know, we're staying up till five, drinking and screaming at each other. It's great. I don't really drink anymore. Like one night, I stay up till five and I had one, you know, one drink and then I'm still yelling though. I'm just, that's what I do, especially if I have a drink. If I have one drink, I'm just screaming at people. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do and not yelling in a bad way. I'm just, I'm just yelling. I'm just loud. That's what it is. Sometimes I get on stage and I see people cover their ears and I always call them out on it and I'll try to do things specifically for them, but it's like, yeah, okay, I'm not just gonna be up here, no, 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 I'm a loud person, that's just the way that it is, so the, I mean, the fest was great, it was, it was it was so much fun, that, that show itself was amazing, and I'm so happy I got to do it, and, yeah, it was great, it was just fun, and again, hanging out with people that I haven't seen in so long, and then, you know, you're walking around, you're like, oh, man, I know, Tom Green's just sitting in the street, and there's like, you just see, you just see so many cool people, and get to meet so many cool people, and, the hanging out is great. Um, at that one party I was telling you about, where I had one drink five in the morning. So they had, they had the way they set this party up is, is a party uh, sponsored by Funny or Die, and they had two food trucks that were serving what uh, poutine and a few other things. But it was free, and you could just get as much as you want. They had free drinks, and they had a DJ. And me and a bunch of people were just you know dancing in front of the stage for hours and hours. And then at three o'clock, they just shut it off. We didn't know this. There was no. I don't, I don't think they said the party was going to a three. They probably did on a fly or something, but, I mean, we didn't look at that. We went in, and... We, and but the DJ wasn't even like, hey, 10 minutes, I gotta shut off. He just uh, completely stopped, and I just screamed at him. I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. I mean, I was screaming in a fun way. But, uh, anyways, super fun. You know, that's it. That's all I was gonna say here about uh, my, my review of Just for Laughs is that I had a great time, and that I was happy that I was able to go again, that's my, that's my fourth time, and, you know, I always have a good time, yeah, I can't say that, when I was younger, and you go, here's the thing, a lot of younger comedians go to the festival, and they're like, this is it, I get in here, I do a show, and then a big director comes up, and he's like, whoa, daddy, I have never seen somebody put a joke together like that about kitchenettes, I'm take your dick out right now. I'm going to sign my number on it and then you put it into me and that will open up a vortex where just money and fame and movie deals fly from. So, let's do it. And that's not all the time what happens. There there are certain there are certain heroes that go up and they are picked from whatever and they are then catapulted into the realm of super super genius from jump most people, mostly the whole grind is you keep doing it, you get better, and eventually things open up, you know? So the first time I went, though, I was like, yo, this is it. The the, uh, director's gonna write his number on my dick, I'm gonna have to put it into his ass, that's gonna open up the vortex where all the money and the fame comes from. It's not what happened, but that time that I was there, I was really stressed about that. So I walked around all the parties being like, Oh, does anybody want to care? Is anybody going to talk to me? And then I was doing the shows just in my head being like, Oh, I wonder who's here. Uh." And now uh, I have way more fun there, because I'm like, oh, great, cool, these people are here, these people are here, I'm still gonna just try to do what I do as hard as I can, you know, I, um, I was up there on some of the shows yelling about how if I was Prime Minister, I would completely ban America's News, and anybody who sees me in Canada in the next little while, you'll see me talk about this, because I do, I do believe it, I, I stand behind it, and I have reasons and all that sort of thing, so, there's been a few, there's been t- twice, I think, that I went, that I was real stressed out, and then the rest of the time has been great, but that's more a mental thing, you know, the fest, everything is as good as you want it to be, everything is as fun as you want it to be, but if you go into anything thinking, you know, say, say you started playing baseball on day one, you're like, oh, we're gonna win, I don't know, the fucking championship this year, and every single, does that make any sense, that whole analogy fell apart, um, you know what I'm trying to say, though, you, you gotta have fun with things along the way, uh, Yes, now to say that too. Anybody in Montreal? I'm actually going to be back in a couple weeks, August 18th to 20th, headlining the Comedy Nest. So come out if you can, if you're around. And I forgot about this restaurant being out of Canada as long as I have been. Like I, I in and out, but you know what I mean. I'm not living there. There's this restaurant called Mike's, and they got breakfast and lunch, whatever. But you know, it's a regular type restaurant. I guess it'd kind of be like. I don't know, some fucking just picture a restaurant that's very okay, that you go to sometimes when you're like, Do you wanna go here? And people are like, Yeah, I guess there's nothing else. This fucking Mike's place just sucks. Service is fucking brutal. Food took forever to come, and then it's just like old you know what I mean, look, I am not any kind of like fancy person. I'll eat trash. You know what I mean? All I'll eat garbage. But I will say that if if the if I go to a restaurant and the food is bad and and I know it's bad, I'm gonna pay for it. I just wanna be able to chirp a little bit. You know what I mean? If you bring me bacon that couldn't be any more cooked, as if the pig the pig was hard as a dick before they cooked him, and then they just decided to keep cooking this pig until it was like it was like this hard rubber type. You could put it on like you could use it for the sole of a boot. If you needed if you needed, if you if the soles of your boots exploded, and 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 this was the 1920s, and instead of putting newspaper in the holes, you put this bacon. It would be the same sort of thing. Now you can give me this bacon, but you gotta let me. You gotta let me chirp it. You gotta let me go. You kidding me with the bacon? Are you kidding me with this bacon? And pick the bacon up and bang it on the plate, and you know the plate cracks because the bacon is hard as a fucking rock. You gotta let me bang it, swinging it around my head. But if you like, here's the thing. When I worked at places day jobs and stuff that was dealing with people. I always knew when people were joking. I always knew when people were like, "Oh, this t-shirt's small, right? I wouldn't have gone well, here at Shirts Incorporated. We make sizes that fit every single, you know, you just go, "Yeah, buddy, they're small." You know, when you go into a place where people just full-tilt like they read the handbook and they decided, "Oh, yeah." Point one, point one, point one, point one, point two. This is now how I live. This is my Quran. I am going to study this thing and know it cover to cover. Hey, why do you guys not heat up your cookies? Well here it not eat up our cookies. We don't heat up the cookies so that th- you know when people just talk in this in this in this corporate speak in the in the whole language of I am reciting what I'm supposed to say to you, you know? Ugh, it bothers me and then even in those cases all of i was just push harder like if i go into a place and i'm like are you, you seriously gonna charge like are you kidding me right here you're gonna charge somebody a dollar for a side sauce are you kidding me are you doing this and they're like well that's our policy all right well you know what now we're chirping now we're really moving now i want to see the owner now give me the goddamn manager if you just joke just joke back. I'll pay the dollar. I don't give a fuck if that's how this stupid place does it. I know you don't control it. I know there's a, a CEO on the beach with his balls in the sand, just watching titties bounce by him. You know, I know he's drinking a fucking mojito with a with a, he's got. Left hand in a corona, right hand in a mojito, he's got a full-on shrimp cocktail over his dick, and he's got his balls in the sand, okay, I know he's the one, or she's the one, whoever the fuck it is, making the goddamn rules so that they can continue to sit on a beach, hand in a corona, you know, whatever the things that I said were. Okay, so I'm not coming down on you, person making four dollars, I'm just, we're joking, you, you're not a, don't pretend that you're, you're, you just work here, you know what I mean, you don't own this fucking place, so don't come back with the whole, well, policy states, policy states, we're gonna step outside and fight each other, okay, that's what this policy is, society, we do, we, there's a few rules, okay, as human beings, walk in the earth here at the bottom, you don't talk like the the fucking czars of the business who are sitting with their dicks in a shrimp cocktail while their balls are being gently kissed by the sun. Do you know what I mean? We're all down here getting nothing so let's just, let's just fucking talk about these goddamn pricks. Do you know what I'm saying? It just always bothered me, even when I'd work with people who just followed the thing right by the... Oh, well, here at Starbucks, we do two complete scoops of Java chips for the Java chip frappuccino. Not more than two. (laughs) Even if somebody asks, and if somebody asks, it's going to be an extra 75 cents. Look man, this guy's sweating through his fucking shorts. If he wants an extra fucking scoop, I'm giving it to him. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about the 75 cents. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to look somebody in the face and tell them that it costs more. Anytime you came up to me at Starbucks and you said, "Can I get extra caramel?" I never never rang that shit in, why, because I know where you and me stand, I work on this side, sure, but we're both the same, when we walk down the streets, we're both the same people, that would just like a little extra caramel, without paying 60 fucking cents, for an extra squeeze from a bottle, that we don't control, so the CEO can sit on a beach with their dick, in a shrimp cocktail, while the sun gently kisses their bag, do you know what I'm saying, This place was just rampant with, well, the book says this and this is how we do things. I don't give a fuck. Jesus Christ! The breakfast is eight dollars. Let's stop fucking pretending that this is some sort of our uh, policy. Policy states, does it? You and me both. We go into the bank right now. We want a loan. They tell us both to get the fuck out while we'll grabbing our dicks and twist them into pretzels. You know, they tie your and mine dick together into a pretzel. Put salt on it. They lightly salt the dick pretzel and they tell us to leave. But for some reason, you're working here, I'm sitting here. We gotta bring policy into it. Just give me the fuck it. And again, I'll pay the dollar. But if you're gonna charge me, you gotta let me beak. And we can have a good time. You gotta let me beak. Because I can't just do things without going, this is crazy. I'll pay it. I'll pay it. But you gotta let me say this is crazy one time i was on a flight from new york to ottawa and then ottawa to halifax home nova scotia okay new york to ottawa all right i get on in new york i have shaving i have aftershave a bottle of aftershave new york lets me get on the plane with it okay i land in ottawa they make you go through security again because it's just a hilarious fucking joke that you get off a plane go right through another little lane of traffic and somehow you know what I mean it's like I was in New York and I go hey man uh I you know I need that bomb right so can you go through security at the Ottawa airport and like leave it in security somehow and I'll just pick it up on my walk through security like there's just no fucking way anyways they get me to go through security and they look at my aftershave and they go we gotta throw this out I go why And they go, because it's too big, policy says, I go, I go, yo, but like, I just flew from New York, and like, New York is the whole reason we're doing any of this stuff, so if they let me take it, you know, and she's like, I gotta throw it out, sir, I gotta throw it out, sir, sir, I'm throwing it out, I go, throw it out, you can throw it out, but I'm still going to ask, what the fuck are we doing here? She got another guy to come up because she was just going straight policy. It's policy, sir. It's policy, sir. Look, I know it's policy, okay? But when you and me pull over, all right, and we go to the gas station and we pull our fucking cars into the fucking gas station and we look at the number on the fucking tank that says a dollar whatever or three whatever the fuck, we don't go, hilarious, this is great, we can pay for this. We look at it and we go, you cocksuckers, both of us, okay? Both of us. So, if we're not, when we're, when we're not dealing with fucking policy, nobody's gonna fire you from being a decent human being to another human being at a fucking checkpoint. Nobody's going to go, you yeah, know, yeah. here's what you do when somebody asks a question. You just keep screaming policy in their face. You just get P-O-L, you spell it out, you punch them in the chest, you tell them to get the fuck back. That's what you do. You scream policy until they, policy states that we only give out three chicken fingers. Policy states that we gotta throw out the fucking dup-dup-dup-dup. Okay fine, whatever, you know what I mean, so I told her, throw it out, I still, I still got some questions, so, because I had, like, two hours to kill, fuck it, what am I gonna do, I'm in Canada, what are you gonna do, kick me, where the fuck, anyways, so another guy comes over, and he goes, sir, what's the problem, I go, I go, hey, man, there is no problem, they threw out my aftershave, which I could care less about, I'll buy another one, you know what I mean, I now just need to know what we're doing here, because, In New York, the place where we started this whole craziness and there's reasons for it. I get it. But if New York says you can fly with it, the rest of the fucking world, definitely Canada, should be like, yeah, take it. You know what I mean? And he goes, this is what he said to me he goes, man, honestly, I'm really happy that you're joking around about this, he goes, most people would just flip out, and he goes, I can see that you're not mad or anything, you're just asking questions. and he goes, honestly, man, if I could let you take it, I would, but it's seriously just policy, and I'm, I apologize, there's nothing I could do, and I go, you know what, man, great, fine, thank you very much, now I'm going to move on, that's it, you know, but when you just keep screaming, policy, how in the fuck, we are together on this earth, okay? Definitely people working regular jobs with regular people that come through those regular jobs, okay? If you think, I've said this before, you think, if you want to be, okay, you're at a Walmart, you work at a Walmart. If you want to be rude to somebody that walks into that Walmart, uh, you, 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 just, okay, you go ahead, you go ahead. But if you think for half a fucking second that if the Waltons ever, 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 came into a Walmart, which they never fucking would. The Waltons would never walk around the human garbage, says them, that would that would shop at their stores. You think they'd be seen with some of the fucking tank top wearing, dirty flip flop having people that fund their whole fucking lives? Absolutely not. If you think for a second the Waltons would come into Walmart and look at you wearing a blue vest and go, hey, we're the same people. You're fucking crazy, I've said this before, anybody that shops at Walmart or works at Walmart, if you ever somehow get past the gates, the dogs, the fucking ray guns, the goddamn mines, to the fake Walton house, and then find the elevator that sinks into the Earth's core, where you can find the Waltons plugged into molten lava, sucking on fucking hyena blood, if you think for half a second that those people would welcome you in, they would have you fucking murdered. There's not a piece of them that would go, hey, they shop at my store? Oh, they work at my store? Let me let them in the house. Let me say hello to them. Let me find out the people that low-level run the fucking company, because without them, no. We, what the fuck are we going to do? Do you think for half a second? even You work at Walmart for 30 years. You walk up to the door and you're just like, hey, I just want to thank you guys for having a great company flamethrower you are catching a grenade in the teeth, they are gonna light up a fucking, that whole lawn just burst into flames, and as you're running back to your fucking car for your life, you can think about all the people you were rude to, you can think about all the people you were rude to, who might help you if you needed some fucking, you know what I mean, who were on the same level as you, same level as you, can we all just accept the fact that we are part of a society that is not of the higher one, the big one in the sky, with those people that want to bulldoze all the poor people into the fucking ocean, and watch them drown while they count their money, and then when they remember, oh shit, these are the people that we make our money off, they gotta, they gotta roll up their sleeves, and go out there, and lean back while they're grabbing, you and be like, oh, oh, you're disgusting, but they gotta pull you out, so that you can keep giving them money, does this make sense, do you know what I'm trying to say here, when you go into a building, look, People that work at fucking jobs. Drop the goddamn policy bullshit. Drop the fucking... Learn how to talk like a fucking person. Learn how to talk like a fucking person. This is one of my... You know when you do like customer service? They want you to do customer service things? Like, how? Okay, no. Do you know what really bothers me? You call up a place and... oh. Is that all you needed today? How else could I assist you today? You could assist me by talking like a fucking person. That's how you could assist me. Hey, well, thank you for calling up whoever. Really happy that Arya, Arya, just say goodbye. Just say, what's up? What the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing here? Even if you go to the bank, you do some shit, and then they're like, have I helped you with everything you needed today? Where the fuck, Where the fuck are you from? What the fuck kind of fucking sentence is this? Can you, can you just say, you know what I mean? Can you just talk like a person? Who in the fuck is walking around here and the people, okay, the managers or whatever the fuck that make sure everybody is following the goddamn code, you people need to be kicked right in the dick because can we just be people? Is there a way we can just be, who in the fuck wants to be talked to like that? Thank you for coming uh, to Foot Locker. Is there anything else I can help you? yeah you can help me out a lot by just being a real fucking person all right there's no reason to talk like this it's not professional it doesn't sound professional it sounds fucking phony made up put on stupid awful oh thanks for renting a car today is there anything else yeah there's a lot okay yeah what the fuck else would you even want to help me with I rented a car I need an apartment is there a way you can help with that too what the fuck are you talking about what the fuck is going on just thank people just say goodbye I'm telling you right now if you ever saw me if you ever saw me when you came into a Starbucks the the ones that I worked at I said hello I didn't fucking do this goddamn and I and so I love when I go into places where people aren't following the straight up here's how you greet a car customer when customers walk up you go hello patron is there anything i can you can back the fuck up that's what you can do i'll find my own fucking genes but if i walk into a place and people like hey man what's going on bam perfect Woo! now we're living now we're flying now we understand that if we weren't both in this building we're still just people on the street trying not to step in gum we are not we are regular people Living a life, so there's no reason that when we when we get behind these things, you're making what you're making eight bucks here. So you got to pretend to be this. You don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Let's just let's just be people, okay? So this place, back to this goddamn restaurant. They were going straight policy. They were going straight fucking policy. And even I was just trying to joke and be like, you got to be kidding me, right? This is like they they weren't. They just kept fucking flying with fucking policy. And after a while, you're just sitting there going, God, 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 this place can blow me hard. HARD! God. Like when I checked into the hotel. The woman's like, we got you here for three nights. I went, woo! Raised my arms in the air. I was like, yes! She was joking around back, okay? She was laughing. She was like, what, what's going on? How, how are you a part of the festival? Blah, blah, blah. She didn't go, yes, sir. Three nights and four, blah, blah, blah. That is a total of hours. And I would've I would have just been like, God, God. Do you think King Hyatt would, would let you into his fucking palace? Do you think King Hyatt would open his door and say, come on in, person that works the desk at my building? No, no, because King Hyatt has his dick in a shrimp cocktail, with his balls, being lightly kissed by the sun, okay, God, going through airports, when people just, like, I was already saying, the security, but then when you get to the counter, and if people aren't, yo, you know what, this, every time I go through security, right, I have to do an extra thing, because of the, 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 the work stuff I have in the states, and this time, going through, the guy goes, hey, man, what's going on, I go, I go, what's up, dude, and I told him about my thing, and then he goes, uh, he's like, uh, man, he just started talking, he goes, man, immigration lawyers are garbage, he just literally started going into, he swore, he goes, there's only two types of immigration lawyers, Uh, what did he say, two types of immigration lawyers, those that steal, and those don't know what the fuck they're doing, That, that pretty much what his sentence was, but he definitely said, those that don't know what the fuck they're doing, this guy is the security for the place, you know what I mean, I love that, he's just a dude, he's just a dude, He's a man, he's a dude, not being like, hello, what is your reason for visiting, why would you, are you bringing, no, what the the, 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 the fuck, the fuck, you know, they told you to read the handbook, not become it, just, just, you don't know what the fuck's going on, but you don't get it, anyways, he was great, okay, but you know, sometimes you go through these places, and you're like, is there anything else I can have with? oh, also, okay, back to, I'm going all over the place here, I believe, but let me, okay, give me one second, so, me and my friend, uh, who's who's been on this podcast, Mr. James J. Mattern uh great dude we ended up our flights were booked at the same time so we ended up flying back together heroes okay two heroes it was great we didn't sleep at all really the night before so in the airport we're just beacon trying to stay up and he's i can talk this man can talk we are just beacon we're we're talking good things from the fest, we're talking bad things we're talking. we're just beacon and i will say the bad things are mostly people that we run into there okay other people that were you know not all comedians get along that's just that's just fact if you you know what i mean i think i think everybody knows that anyways we're beacon ended up no, we got our our own uh seats Uh, we weren't sitting together but we asked them and they they let us sit together with the far back with the back row we are back there having a great time okay the man in front of James decided that he's a little bit, he's, you know, hes he needs it, okay? This flight is literally 55 minutes from Montreal to New York, but can he sit up straight? Absolutely not. He's got to lean back. He's got to click that little thing, and he's got to flop back into James's lap. This man just drove it home. Just, just... He flipped it back as if he was in, like, a smart car and there was no backseat. He just decided, there's nobody behind me. Fuck him. Yeah! And he drove it back hard. Now, James... Has to fucking and also the 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 hero in front of him had his headphones in, so you can't you can't question a hero in headphones. You can't tap these fucking criminals on the shoulder and go, "Excuse me, I'm just sort of interrupt your 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 fucking Bachman Turner Overdrive." But is there any way you could move your seat forward, motherfucker? You can't do that, right? So James is sitting there, just knees spread apart. He's got to move to get to the bathroom. This man has to fucking shimmy like a cobra out of the fucking seat. And I'm sitting there watching this criminal in front of us. And I'm like, you know what? I, uh, if I ever do lean my seat back on a plane, it is so slightly, it's not even funny, I do it so slightly, because I know that there's a human person behind me, that also paid for their seat, okay, because when you lean your seat back, you are flying into somebody's zone, you are just dropping your bald fucking head directly into somebody's crotch, okay, and I really think that if you want to lean your seat back full tilt on a plane, you should have to pay more money for that, I already know, I know there's a lot of fucking things going on up there. They're already making you pay extra for a bag. They're making you pay extra for this. That's all for the airlines, and a lot of that shit bugs me. This is for society, okay? This is for society. This is for us. You want to fuck with the other people that are on the plane? You want to just lean your shit all the way goddamn back? Extra ten fucking dollars, okay? Because you are taking space away from the person behind you. Cause now that motherfucker has to lean back. And then the person behind that has to lean back. Also, this is a 55-minute flight, man. Are you are you are you fucking Richard Branson? You can sit there. None of this is comfortable. Even if you 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 lean at the fuck back. None of the shit is comfortable. None of the shit is comfortable. Or at least turn around. At least go, I'm coming back. Oh, I'm coming back! And then click it and fucking run. You know what I mean? But when you do nothing, when you just go click, whoa, and flop into the person behind you, I mean, what the fuck are we trying to do? That is a human being that paid for part of a fucking, they paid for this. So did you, but I mean, what, we're not taking their own, you know what I mean? Almost the same as if I got up and went in front of, to the seat in front of me and just stood in front of this person's face. It's, it's taking up that much space or, I like, have a reason, you know what I mean, look back at be like, look, buddy, I got spina bifida, my goddamn back is a fucking honey-braided pretzel, I'm coming back, and then be like, all right, sweet, you know, cool, I get it, anyways, <sighs> there's a guy on this flight, too, playing music loudly on his phone for the girl beside him, and he was talking about bands, you know, some people that are really into bands, and I mean, it's got to be some with people that are really into anything, you know what I mean, but the, the people just talk so annoying sometimes, like this guy, she was, uh, she was talking about, there was a music festival in Montreal as well, Oce- Oceana, I don't remember exactly what it's called, big music festival there in Montreal as well, and this girl was like, oh, you're here for the music festival, what did you think about somebody's album, I can't remember what it was, and he goes, oh, I loved it, you know, it was very mature and layered, Mature and layered was what this motherfucker went with. Mature and layered. Jesus Christ. Can't we just say we like things? You know, mature and layered. And then he was on his phone holding it and playing parts of the concert that he had uh that he had taped on his phone and he's loudly playing it you want to go get like what the fuck man how 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 does this how does society fall into a point where you just we just are you're just doing whatever you want you know what I mean you just do it you say, this is no maybe I'm crazy maybe it was just because I was tired and I was sitting there my head's pounding and I'm like this fucking criminal it's just blair i don't want to what band is this Who the fuck is this your father's shoes or your you know mother's crockpot pot or whatever the fucking thing this is called and they playing the goddamn guitar you know what i mean uh, uh, what the fuck is going on here we're, we're, we're trying to all use the power of positive thinking to keep this cylinder of death afloat in the sky and you're over there playing oh you gotta check out this band bat teeth And then just fucking playing the goddamn song, you know, Teeth presents fucking blood in the goddamn whatever. Oh, God, I think you know what I'm trying to say. So, okay, whatever, off this real quick, on to another thing. I, I tweeted about this the other day, I saw some people on the street playing Pokemon Go, okay? I'm walking down the street, and the entire street, the whole corner is full of people on their phone. And I thought from where I was standing... As I was walking, I go, oh, man, this is going to be a pretty big accident. I just figured, you know, heads were rolling. I figured two buses, people on top of them with swords. I thought it was going to be crazy. There's that many people out with phones. I'm walking by. I'm like, oh, no, people are just playing Pokemon Go. I saw a guy sprint towards this group, and everybody's, you know, looking for Pokemon, and I thought, man, that's great, I, I, I don't play Pokemon Go, honest to God, when I was a kid, I wasn't a big fan of Pokemon, I just, I just, you know, just never really, I just wasn't, my brother was, so we had, like, Pokemon Snap for Nintendo 64, and I mean, if you ever played that, even if you liked Pokemon, what the fuck, that game sucked, just taking pictures of fucking Bulbasaur's ass, it's just fucking brutal, but anyways, I really like this, I like Pokemon Go, I like it, I think it's cool, I like the fact that, like, people are sort of back together playing video games again, you know? Like, it's it's, it's obviously a one-player thing, but, I mean, you end up running into other people who are playing video games, which is so cool. It's so cool because it's been taken away for years. Used to be, it was so much fun to get people to come over your house to play, like, Mario Party or fucking Goldeneye or, or any of that shit. Wrestling video games, man, that was the best. And then online came, and they started doing things with fucking video games. Where on the back, it was like, one to 32 players. And you're like, okay, sweet. I mean, I'm sure I'd be able to at least play with the person in my house, right? That's probably going to be... That's going to be happen. No! We can't do that. We can let you play with a fucking person in Japan, but if you want to play with your goddamn roommate or brother or whoever the fuck, you got to get two TVs, two systems, and two games. You can just fuck off. So I like... I like the fact that it's bringing people back together, because when I was standing there looking at this on the street, I'm like, this is like an arcade, this is the way it was when I was like a kid kid, and I'd go to play fucking Street Fighter, and the arcade was packed, and people were just standing around machines, watching other people play, it was great, it was so cool, playing fucking Time Crisis, and uh, Mortal Kombat was another one, or WrestleMania, the arcade game, People just standing around waiting to play or, or you know what I mean, Wait, waiting to play with other people or there's one fucking hero champion that everybody was waiting to try to beat. It was just cool. It was just cool. And then online completely took that away. Are you tired of uh, leaving your house and hanging out in an arcade and maybe meeting people? Great. So were we. So now you get sit at home and get called a faggot by somebody you've never seen in your life. Like, it's just, just, I, I, I played online a few times, like, a couple things. And, man, I was just like, you know what I mean? This is just brutal. If I wanted to... I want to be called a faggot this many times, I would go to an independent wrestling show and tell people that I was a really big fucking Matt Hardy fan, you know what I mean, that's, that's what I would do, and I'm not trying to trash Matt Hardy, I'm just saying, if you haven't heard the word faggot in a while, go to an indie wrestling show, yo daddy, these people, they are really hanging on to it, anyways, online, yeah, I'm never a big fan, so I, I, I don't play Pokemon Go, but I do like what it is, I just think it's a really cool idea. You know what I mean? The whole the world is the game, and you're just kind of figuring this out. I think it's kind of cool. If they ever started with other things, be funny. Like, hey man, just walk around, and you're you're you are now Hihachi, There's Jin, and this is Tekken round one. You just gotta fight a guy in a fucking quick way in front of the oranges. You know what I mean? Just Tekken, Tekken, go. Anyways, um, I mean, come on, man, online was cool for 12 fucking seconds, but it lasted for 12 fucking years, you know? Just, just sitting there with your, 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 with no pants on, you got butter all over your fucking thighs, and you're just sitting there calling other people cocksucker who you've never seen, you don't know them, no friends at your house, I love that at one point in time, like, you could play with people in your house, that was fun, people like, I'm coming over, we're playing, whatever, Armored Core, you ever play that game, where you had to make robots and then fight them, that game was fucking awesome. Then it became, all right, man, you want to play games? Cool. Okay. Well, you have to leave my house, go to your house, and then we'll log in together, create a room, and find each other here. Like, we're not even sitting together anymore. We're fucking... It just... I, I, I never truly... Like, I get... You know, I get that fucking future continues. Okay? I get it. Here's the thing I don't understand. This is what made me mad about, like, Grand Theft Auto's at some point in time. Okay? Like, when you played, uh, say, Vice City. Right? And then have the chainsaw. Okay? And then... Or did they have the chainsaw in San Andreas? I can't remember. I think they took the chainsaw out. And I remember thinking, they did take, didn't they take the, could you get the chainsaw? I don't remember. Either way, some of these grand theft Autos, they would have like certain cool things and then the next one they'd have cool things but they would take out the cool things before it and you go can we just like can you just add to not take away same as online hey man you can play with 32 people in japan great can i play with two people in my house yes because we did for years and years and years and there's no reason to take this away and i love too when they do online games like hey you can play the one player campaign mode and basically that is you walk into a room you shoot one person you fucking win the game because nobody spent any time putting it together because fuck you why Why would you play a game alone, you loser, why wouldn't you log on to a fucking server and play with somebody from Germany who's gonna call you a fucking fruit in in German, you know, why wouldn't you do that, anyways, I'm a fan of Pokemon Go, I don't play it, I I probably never will play it, you know, just because I won't, but uh, I like it, I like what it is, I think it's cool, and I like that it's kind of bringing people back together somewhat in the video game world okay because i will always love video games I grew up with video games, I had the fucking, I had the Atari, I had Nintendo, I had Super Nintendo, I had Sega, I had PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4, suck a dick, and I had a goddamn Nintendo 64, okay, uh, th- th- uh, th- that's it, I had them, I'm playing them, like, I don't even really play games that much anymore, but I still have a PS4, I got it, okay, I got it, sometimes I play fucking MLB, I made Nathan Peacock, he's my European, uh, uh, duplicate, If I was a European player, I always go with that. Anytime I make a sports game, I never just put me. It's always Nathan Peacock. And he's a European monster who either plays basketball, hockey, or baseball. Why am I telling you that? I don't know. rambling here. So anyways, I think, um, last but not last but not. Let's just summarize what I've done here, okay? I like Pokemon Go. Anybody that lives by their workplace's policy, stop. Stop you don't need to care this much about fucking cvs god that's how it makes me feel inside also just for last was a great time kara fisher was a great host her dog was super fucking cool google him gary fisher and um you know that's it here again since i don't have a guest since it's just me in my room i already kicked liz out she told me to suck a dick I'm going to end this thing, okay? I'm going to end this thing because what do you want from me, all right? I, I, I fucking... Next week, we'll be back with a guest. I'll do... I didn't... I was going to do the jazz rant, actually. I didn't do the jazz rant because I forgot, for one, because I was just ranting this whole time. And maybe that's better because this entire thing was a rant. Next week, I will uh, play one of the other jazz rant themes just to see what people think. We've gotten the... We've gotten the... the um, uh, the R. Kelly version. There's another. There's other ones. I'm gonna play another one. We'll see what people think. Okay. But uh, for now, that has been this podcast, and we're going to get out of here quickly. Quickly. Want to get to the shout-outs here on this week's episode. So apparently this is a real person. So I, I messaged them and they said they were a real person. So Daily Fresh Feed. Oh, doesn't that sound like I'm not a real person? Daily Fresh Feed on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Greatly appreciated. Ashley, thank you for listening to the podcast, and her dogs, Bonnie and Buddy, I love a dog named Buddy, come on, come on, so Canadian, what up, Buddy, hey, Buddy, that's great, either way, Ashley, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and dogs, Buddy and Bunny. Bonnie and Buddy, it just screamed through that, Silly Cuddles, with a Z, Z, I don't even remember which one's fucking which anymore, uh from instagram thank you so much for or no twitter twitter from twitter thank you so much for listening silly cuddles you got a real name but this is the one you use on twitter so thank you so much for listening to the podcast luke murphy from huntsville ontario who messaged me and said are you is this a real response or is this just an automated thing all of my responses are real you know i have not gotten to a place where my responses are automated um anyways luke huntsville i don't know i think i already told you this but i don't know if i've ever been in huntsville it sounds familiar but maybe it's just because i lived in ontario for a while either way luke murphy thank you so much for listening to the podcast and uh i will be back on invasion of privacy soon with lady kate wolf and last but not least here we got a we got uh two two last shout outs okay josh gaddy 13 uh thank you very much for listening to the podcast and Josh Gaddy 13 had a request for a shout-out from somebody we have not heard from in a while. This shout-out here goes out to the one and only Tommy Karate. Tommy Karate was a big part of the show at one point in time. You know, Tommy Karate every once in a while has to come back, okay? This shout-out goes to Tommy Karate, who, at this point in time, is needed like never before, okay? We got two complete career criminals running for president of the United States, okay? There should be a man sitting there in the jail being like, look, we gotta stop these guys, okay? We gotta stop one of them, okay? Uh, Well, how are we gonna stop them? We can't stop them. I'll tell you how we stop them. We get Tommy Karate. You you, you can't get Tommy Karate, He's he's a loose cannon. He'll come on, snap everything. They go to the gate, they crack it open. Who's in there doing push-ups, chin-ups, squats, dips? Mr. Tommy Karate. We're going to need you out of here, Tommy. We're going to need you to stop the... Oh, okay. I'll get out there and I'll stop Donald Trump. hi And he kills everybody. Guys, this has been Positive Anger. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, I'll be back with a guest. You guys are great.